Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I'm going to ask you a very blunt yeah. question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so are you, this is going to sound yeah. crazy. Okay. The, now, now you're going to think I'm crazy. Are you full of shit? I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text 310-872-2423. That's 310-872-2423. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. I have a really special bonus episode for you today. It's the first time we are doing this. We are doing a bonus episode about how to be the most successful salesperson for your startup, to grow a really successful, thriving startup or tech company. We want to make sure that you could get through all your blocks, move them away, and just crush it. And so with us, I have... Mike Lonnie. Oh my God. <laughs> so <laughs> much what an intro. What an intro. <laughs> when you go, what I have, I'm like, Mike Lonnie. Ah! <laughs> Mike, Mike, tell us real quick, what's your background? How involved are you in the sales process? Uh, I'm a head of sales at Nplug Inc. And we are a digital signage company in uh, Los Angeles. And um, background. Um, so a lot of what I do, a lot of what I think comes out of the world of psychology. I, uh, I start off as a behavioral psychologist working with kids with autism and, uh, and language and, um, moved into, uh, business, moved into, uh, sales and moved into tech. Always have loved tech. Um, my whole family is tech. My brothers are computer coders and system administrators. My dad's an electrical engineer who ran universal studios and all sorts of cool stuff. And so I'm the, uh, I'm that artist kid who's grown up in a tech world world with lots of science fiction. And so, um, I've always known everybody in the organization and hung out with the engineers and been able to actually start to like learn the fundamentals of their language in a way that makes me, makes them laugh and makes other people go, Oh, I get it now. Uh, so it's, um, I, I, I'm basically that person that can, can speak that language a bit. Amazing. And so Nplug is an LA based start. Uh, now it's a tech company. I've known them since they were a startup. Um, and before in your past life, you were number 17 at Yelp. Yeah. So, uh, we, um, I was very lucky to join Yelp when, uh, it was like 12 people sitting in a little room and, um, and then, um, they hired six of us. So I always call myself employee number 17. And, um, we were this tiny little tribe of people who had a dream. Um, we, uh, you know, the, the, the tech startup sales thing is really about a dream. It's really about belief. It's really about, uh, being an evangelist mm -hmm. for what you're doing. And, um, 
that's what I've always loved about it. Um, and any, any, you know, like Enplug is no longer a startup and plug is a, is now a big company. Tech company. Like, yeah. like we have, we have offices all over the world. There's 60 people across the world. There's uh, my CEO, Nancy Liu is going to Australia next week to open the Australian office. Amazing. Like, so there's a lot of stuff like, like it's, it's, uh, we've certainly come out of that little tech startup and you know, we've, uh, we're making money and <laughs> it's really great. But, um, and speaking the, uh, of money, you, so you've commanded, I'd say like it's in the million between Yelp and Implug, you've brought in millions of dollars yeah. to the companies. Yeah. And so we're going to get into a conversation on how you, the listener can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean the, the, the fundamental is, um, tell the truth, find something that you can tell the truth about and then go out and share it boldly, boldly without dropping, without, without backing down. And if somebody says no to you, like, um, one of the funniest conversations I ever had at Yelp was somebody said, no, I'm not interested. And I said, well, you get interested. <laughs> and they said, what? Because the question is, who's crazy? Am I crazy or are they crazy? And that was the question that had to be resolved out of that conversation. And I said, when you get interested, they were like, who in the F are you talking to like that? And I said, look, you've got fantastic reviews on Yelp. You're doing great things for people. I love you. And this thing's going to come and steamroll this whole community. And if you jump on now, you're going to be part of that. If you wait for two years, then you're going to be at the tail end of it. And I've watched it happen city after city after city. And I want you to win because I can tell that people love you because you're great. Man, I'm ready to sign up. Right? <laughs> the other thing, the other big thing is find out where they are and what they know. And then tell them the campfire story. For me, sales is a teaching process. I started off my career teaching. Um, I, I, I went into the home. I taught parents how to educate their own children to speak the English language. That was my job. I worked with the kids, but I was really working with the adults. And every day I'm merely getting on the phone, finding out what people know, and then bringing them through a series of aha moments. Right. It's my favorite thing. It's what I, why I love what I do. It's like, what do you know about this? What do you know about that? I find out whatever. Okay, this is where you're at. Now I'm going to tell you a campfire story because- the campfire story is the fundamental of human learning. It's where we came from. And so I explained to them. So like with the, with the Yelp side of it, Jeremy and Russ are sitting in a restaurant having a bad meal. Jeremy's sick and he needs a doctor. He's looking at this list that the insurance came, company gave him with a bunch of names on it that he's supposed to choose a doctor off of. And he's wondering why he's sick and having such a bad meal. There must be something there must be something out there. It's not on the yellow pages. Right. It's not on the Googs on Google. <laughs> it's not on uh, what was the dominant at the time, City Search, which right. was just a lie. It's not on on any of that stuff. The community knows right. where the best things are. How do we get the community involved? There's this crazy blogosphere blowing up with all these people writing mm -hmm. their own blogs. Yeah. No one's reading them. Yeah. Why don't we give people the opportunity to write about their lives in a place that can be a repository so when i'm interested in finding that doctor i can go and read right. reviews from real people and let's create a system by which you can't just put a review up right right you can't like that was the city search problem the the restaurant owners or whatever they would write a thousand reviews 500 of them would be for themselves 500 of them would be for their competition 
negative reviews. And so the entire site was just lies everywhere. Yelp came in and created a system where you can't do that. And so you could create truth. And when I stumbled upon it, I saw, oh my God, all I have to do is go out there and tell people the truth. I love it. And at the end of that, people were like, all right, all right. That's what I would have done too. If you can get a client or a potential client to be standing with you on the same side of the table as you saying, if I were faced with the same facts that you were faced with, I would have taken the same action. Right. You've got a buyer. I love it. I love it. I want to talk to you about how you got into sales. I mean, they say sales is the number one skill set to be a successful business person. So, I agree with that. Yeah. So I want to talk about <laughs> sales a bit because yeah. I think that will help everybody. I want to talk about like what attracted you to the startup world. I want to talk about the origin story of Enplug, like why Nancy created Enplug or Nancy and her co-founders created Enplug. And kind of like, let's get into it so people can really leave yeah. feeling one that they learned from you and also that they have a great feeling of like what Enplug means to both the tech community and the Los Angeles tech community. Okay. So, so I'm going to start off with talking just a little bit about sales itself. Yeah, sure. Um, so sales gets a, a, can get a bad rap. Yeah. You'll talk to people and they're like, oh, I don't like sales. And just I don't to like clear, selling. And just to clarify, right? you worked in sales at Yelp as well, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So you've always had the same yeah. sales role within a tech yeah. space. Yeah. yeah. So I'm the guy that learns how to talk about the engineering things yeah. to normal people. Okay. So I'm, I'm the bridge between, you know, the incredibly intelligent engineers right. and then the rest of us. And so I get to learn what they have and be able to like try and regurgitate it in a way that's in pictures for people to be able to consume. Right. right. So that's, that's, that's one part of sales, but sales is a fundamental, uh, early in my career, we discovered, uh, my, my colleagues and I discovered that there's two types of sales. There's the sales guy and there's the sales professional. The sales guy is going to screw you. The sales guy is looking for the short-term gain. The sales guy is trying to get one over. The sales guy is going to screw himself in the long run because he's going to sell you something and in time, you're going to hate him. The sales professional finds a product they believe in mm-hmm. that they can truly speak about and truly speak about it to their own mother and they go out and they're all they are is an evangelist. And so... The secret to my success is find the thing that you can evangelize about. And when I did that, when I did that at Yelp, it was easy. I just call people and tell them the truth. And if you can effectively just reach out, tell people the truth, get them the product that they want, the next year they're going to refer you to everybody they know Mm -hmm. because they want their friends to have such a great experience that that you do. That is actually another thing that brought me to Enplug was the Mm -hmm. reviews. It's got the most reviews. And the best reviews. Mm-hmm. I come from a review business. So I looked out to see which one of these tech startups had great reviews right. and plugged it. And that way I can tell the client, don't listen to me. Go read the freaking reviews. Yeah. Like that's all there really is to it. So, um, so that's kind of a foundation of sales. Find something that you believe in and just tell the truth. Right. And then the, uh, the second piece of it is it's hard to pick up the phone every day and call people. People get embarrassed. And they don't want to and all that kind of stuff. When you get to a place where it doesn't matter what people say to you, you have to have a thick skin. People are rude. People, every person is just kind of rude to sales. Not all the time, but, but they, they don't show up to appointments, do all this stuff. So if you have a thin skin and you care about that kind of thing, you're not going to do well. 
But the real reason for sales was I was in grad school right? Um, and I was uh, sitting in a class called New Business Creation, being led by a guy who had run a, a startup company that had sold for $30 million and another guy who was 70 years old who had run 500 businesses in his career. right? And they brought in their angel investor team and we had 10 guys sitting at a panel that were all had all grown and sold, were all founders and had sold businesses. And there was like probably a billion dollars at that table, right? And when they started talking about sales, every single one of them said, if you don't know sales, you're not gonna be successful in business. And period, like you can be a great marketer, you can be a great IT person, you can be great all this stuff. But if you don't know how to sell, it doesn't matter. It's that old adage about you can have the greatest product in the world, but if no one knows about it, who's going to buy it? Totally. Right? So um, that that kind of struck me. And when I looked at those guys and I saw the power of what they were saying, I, I really got interested in what it is to be a salesperson, to be a great salesperson, and to be a salesperson that people want their friends to buy from. My why and why I do this, why I'm doing the show, why I do the community work I do is because I, for some wacky reason, completely believe in someone turning a dream into reality. Mm. And I want to support a community of strangers around the world to do that. And quite honestly, sales is one of those things like we have to learn this. Everybody listening right now, me, you've mastered something that is scary and overwhelming and feels icky. (laughs) That that icky thing is again, that difference between this. It's like everybody thinks of the poor car salesman. I feel terrible for car salesmen because there's a ton of them that are wonderful. Um, But everybody associates it with that guy who's going to sell you a lemon, right? right? Well, there's a big difference between a guy who sells you a lemon and a guy who sells you a Tesla. Yeah. There's a big difference, right? Yeah. So in that difference, it's the honor of it. Like I never sell anything that I don't believe in. And, and, and I wouldn't sell something I, I want. These people are going to be on LinkedIn with me. Right. My clients are on LinkedIn with me. Yeah. You know, one of my clients, one of my uh, like very favorite clients uh, is uh, Belen Aliman up at Meltwater. She just did a podcast talking about how great Mplug is. I mean, we'll link to it. So right. make sure yeah, to send yeah. that and we'll yeah, include absolutely. it in the show notes, you I mean, guys. I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal to listen to a client rave about your product. Right. There's no ickiness in that. It's just introducing people to something that's great. That's all it is. So what book would you recommend? Um, I would recommend, oh gosh, um, I wish I'd prepared for that. Um, Why don't we, I'll give you some for the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the first book to read is um, Selling to Anyone Over the Phone. I've never even heard of it. Who wrote that? A a wonderful woman who I don't know her name, but um, I read it 10, 15 years ago. It presents the four different types of buyers. Yeah. Um, There is the friendly buyer. They're so nice and you totally think you're going to get a sale and you're never going to get a sale. Yeah. There's the argumentative buyer. They're mean and nasty all the way through the sales process and they're going to challenge you and insult you. And if you back down, they're not buying from you. But if you are calm and nice and you give them the information they need, they flip right at the end and they buy the most from you. And then there's the guy who's the analytical buyer. If you're all friendly with him and nice with him, you're wasting his time. He yeah. wants the facts. He wants them right now. Yeah. Don't give me anything but the facts. Yeah. Give that guy the facts, right? And then there's one more, which I can't remember right now. Uh-huh. But um, he, you know, when, when you can start to break apart the game and start to see the different yeah. things. Now, everybody, sometimes people are part one and part the yeah. other. 
but you can start to see it and it goes from being this big scary thing to being something that you can actually pick apart. And say the book title again. Uh, Selling to Anyone Over the Phone. And you guys, uh, Carl will include it in the show notes for us. So everybody, it will probably be like- it's an old book. I mean, it's not like some new cutting edge, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, like, like the fundamentals are the fundamentals. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's a, and, and it can be fun. That's the other thing. Everybody's so scared of sales. It can yeah. be fun. We have fun. How is it fun? Uh, well, we get to talk to people all day long. Don't you like to talk to people all day long? <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> so, no, it's like, okay, so here's the thing. And obviously, you know, I'm female, you're male, so it's a little mm. different, but at least a valuing thing. Uh-huh. And I think men and women perceive valuing themselves differently. Men uh-huh. are kind of like, we're great. We'll figure it out. And women mm. are more like, we have to figure out how to be great and then we'll do the thing. Okay. Right. Like it's a different approach. And so when you're going out and talking to people, I think because, um, some humans, I hate, I always hate to make it about gender, but mm. some humans like hesitate, like, am I worth it? Is this good enough? Mm. And a guy's like, I'll figure it out. If it's not good right. enough, I'll make it good enough later. You know, maybe, I mean, so, so your generalization may be true in that in general, but, I mean, I know a lot of very powerful salespeople that are women, you know? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I, so mainly, like, so maybe, maybe it's, if, for me, it's not about the gender difference. I really would love for you to share your perception on how to value oneself in order to communicate that value. Like when you're hesitant, like I could tell you with the show, the show has been number one in the country. It's has thousands and thousands of listeners. I have investors like reaching out all the time from around the world coming in to try to connect. It's very obvious okay. that I, this I, is I great. Think, I and I still answer. have a problem uh-huh. talking to a sponsor because right. I feel bad. Right. I don't know why what I feel you? bad. Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a very blunt yeah. question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so are you, this is going to sound yeah. crazy. Okay. Now, now you're going to think I'm crazy. Are you full of shit? No. No, you're not, right? 100% no. Now, is what you do a value? 100% yes. Is it? Yeah. Is anybody else doing it the way you do it? No. No. Um, so if you don't go out there boldly and do it, will there be a loss? I think so. But well, do you do you think so or do you know so? And there is a key. Like so so if you are having an issue like I have a friend named Sasha. Right. She's doing a startup called Younger. Right. Uh, she's just come out of this amazing. It's right here in this area. Um, a startup dojo. Right. Um, she's an incredible person and uh, one of the most powerful women I've ever met. Right. Um, and she, you know, there was a turning point there right. where it was like, wait a minute, this is needed and this is necessary. If I don't go and do this, it's not going to get done. Right. And part of that is asking people for money. It's just so and there And what's yeah. the value they're going to get out of it? Like I ask people for a ton of money all the time. Yeah. I do. Right. Yeah. Are they getting something in return? Yeah, they are. They're, if they don't go with me, they got to go with something that sucks. Yeah. It, it was really that true. Like, like in my industry, if you don't go with me, if you don't go with Nplug, I truly believe you're going to go with something that sucks. And then I'll see you next year. When you've gone through this whole terrible process yeah. of wasting your time and energy. And that's, and that's the truth. So yeah. when I'm talking to somebody and I'm saying, this is how much it costs. Right. That's it. Because you don't want to go and do that other thing. Yeah. It sucks. So, so interesting. when you get to that core of like, are you doing something of value or are you not? Because if you don't believe you are, stop it. But if you're doing this and you've gone this far 
Absolutely, you are. You're not stupid. So what's really interesting is that one of our sponsors, Hack Reactor, who's amazing, and mm. I, I'm so excited to be partnered with them. Hack Reactor found us in a really weird way, and then they were on the po- or really random way. They were on the podcast. By the time we were done with the podcast, the founder goes, "Wow, I like really believe in what you're doing. I want to sponsor your your show." And then I go, "Literally, are you sure?" <laughs> and then he, he, we had a mutual friend, which I, we didn't know at a time. It yeah, was totally by chance. temperature. Hmm. Yeah. And so like the, he ended up sponsoring, right. but he told his friend and we have mutual friends. He's like, you know, Esprit is very strange because she has this amazing show. She's doing so much good. It's like black and white, how mm-hmm. valuable it is. Mm-hmm. And I tried to give her money and she made it really difficult right. to give her money. Right. Right. And yes, they have come through. Say, he, right, oh, by the right. way, this is how amazing Hack Reactor is. Mm-hmm. He was so just taken by <laughs> my <laughs> hesitation. He forced an invoice <laughs> in my box and he's like, where am I sending this money so to? That, this so, is happening. So that, is, <laughs> that is what's called a mensch in a, there's a Yiddish word. I'm not Jewish, but there's this Yiddish yeah, word yeah. called a mensch. And that is a person that sees the value that you don't see as much, right? So, all right, I'm going to get real psychological yeah. on you for a second. Um, we are all like a, in a two-way mirror bubble. Right. And the mirror on the inside is the one that reflects us. Right. And that's all we can see. Yeah. Right. This mirror image of ourselves that we think is real. Yeah. The other side of it is all the people that can see that mirror image and see right through it into right. the real you. Right. You don't see well enough. Yeah. So you have to listen to people around you who are there to support you like that person. Cause he's, she's going, Hey, Hey, crazy. Yeah. Hey, Hey, crazy. <laughs> like this is good. And you're like, is it, is it really? I'm not sure. I'm devoting my life to it. Is it really good? <laughs> yes. It is. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, I'll give you another one. I, um, I, I do coach. Yeah. And so one of the core things that I do in coaching all the time is something that was given to me yeah. by a 90 year old guy on a plane after I, I got a master's of psychology and a master's of business administration. Right. I spent uh, four hours on the way to New York talking to him about master's of psychology as he was a uh, motivational speaker in the military for 30 years. Right. And at the end of this incredible conversation, we've landed, we're getting off the plane. He goes, I want you to go home today and, and I want you to make me a promise. I want you to write, this sounds so terrible. I can't believe I'm saying this <laughs> nationally. Um, I want you to write down on a post-it note, I'm a really good looking guy. And I want you to put that on your mirror and I want you to say it in the mirror every day when you are washing your hands in the morning and the evening. I want you to say it out loud because guess what? Your subconscious is a robot that listens and learns anything you say. And every day you're marketing how bad you are, how not good enough you are, how negative things are, how bad everything is, how it's never going to work, how everything's against you. Market, 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 market. He's like, who's marketing that you're great? Who? When are you going to start marketing to you that you're great? And he's like, you can't say it inside your head. It's not going to work. You got to say it out loud so your external ear can hear it and it's going to feel weird. And then you're going to, you're going to get it. You do promise me. I said, yes, I promise. I went home. I put the post-it on the mirror. I did it for two days. I felt so stupid. <laughs> like, like it was an old SNL skit where the yeah. guy's looking in the mirror. Oh, you're so great. I felt so stupid. I grabbed that thing off. There. I threw it off, threw it away. Right. No. A year later I was in the dumps 
and it came into my mind. And I'm like, I'm going to do what that man told me to do because listening to people is good sometimes. I wrote <laughs> it down on a post-it note. I did it for three months straight. The fundamental change in how I felt about myself without realizing how I felt about myself was dramatic. When I finally like looked back at it and it was like who I believe myself to be, Yeah, I changed through saying it to myself out loud over and over and over and over again because again you have this lower brain yeah. that is just a robot so if you don't know that your shit is dope yeah if you don't know yeah, that yeah, you're, yeah. you're you're doing great and what you're doing yeah. is great then um get it on your post-it note yeah i've done this with a lot of people there is actual psychological underpinnings to all that kind of thing right and you can use them and so you know, going back to like uh, what I do, going back to what I do with the, the startups, what I do with people, right. it's like, it's like, is my product of value? Yes. Yeah. Is this person got a choice between a product that is of value like mine and not of value like my competitions? Yes. If they go and choose the competitions, they're going to be screwed. I have to tell them. Right. I have to tell them. Right. Yeah. It's 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 my moral duty to tell them. You <laughs> so know? I, I, like, it's funny because I know? feel like that. Like I know without a doubt, no one will care as much as I do because right. I care to an insane level. I don't know why I'm wired that way, but I am. So I do know that. And so this has been and I and you guys, I wanted to be really vulnerable in this because I know how helpful it will be to all of yeah. you if I expose myself and put myself out there. I just want to serve everyone listening. Like that's and, why I'm here and, right yeah, now. And, and you're right because every single person, including me, like I sound like a badass right now. Guess what? You I'm do. not. Guess what? I'm not. <laughs> this is a facade. Um, so, but um, like you speak it the way I'm speaking it right now right. because I know it's true. Right. I don't live it like that every single day. I get into the whole thing. Totally. Get, you know, I get into the frustration. Startups are hard. Yeah. Things go wrong. Totally. Things crash. Then you build them back up. They crash again. Then you build them back up. Yeah. You're like, and then, and then a big part of startups that's hard is like, you, like you're like a police officer. You only see the worst. Yeah. You're only interacting with the worst. And then you totally. forget to go and read the reviews. By all the clients that are raving so about true. it. And you're like, oh my God, this this little tiny yeah. piece of it's not working right this second. Yeah. And then in a month it's all working, Let, but you've killed yourself. Wait, stay there. Keep okay. talking. I got to show you. Speaking of review, I got to right, camera. Right. <laughs> I got to She's running over to pick up a small piece of paper. Yeah. She's yeah. dropping lots of things on the ground. <laughs> and, I got from Sarah Herring, who's the co-founder of Nail Snaps, a, th a card about the impact that I make on the community. Right. Yeah. And, and I forget. Yeah. You know? Well, and what's cool about this is that in 2005 in San Francisco, we didn't have this. And there's, this is an evolution yeah. in the community of startups that wasn't around back then. Back then it was just, we're all trying out, out there murder each other. Yeah. That was it, you know? Yeah. Like, and there was a little bit, I mean, there was, there was like, uh, uh Yelp came out of, uh, PayPal. Yeah. So there was a little bit of like a gang there, yeah. but, um, and, and then we had each other. Yeah. And, but it was like a tribe. It was like a small tribe and we we're fighting together. Totally. You know? What CRM program do you, do you guys always use Salesforce or what do you recommend? Or do you know, kind of heard something for smaller yeah. startups? That's yeah. a great. So, so Salesforce is the, you know, that's the, that's the gold standard, right? right. 
and um, I use Salesforce forever. Uh, we are using something called HubSpot. Oh, and, I know um, HubSpot. Yeah, and like um, I'll give you a short HubSpot commercial. Um, HubSpot is extremely reactive to my needs. And so when I said to HubSpot, hey, guys, this is hard. This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. It was literally a month and I had um, uh, a CRM that I was able to use better. Oh, wow. Right? So like, um, so in, you know, when I first started using HubSpot, I came out of Salesforce and I was like very snobby right. and, um, and wrong. So, um, <laughs> which is often, but, uh, the, the difference was like, um, they, they were really reactive and they really like, they listened to us. They booked a call with me yeah. and they listened to me complain for an hour. I brought my whole team on, my whole team complained at them for an hour and they fixed all of That's it. That's incredible. And I'm actually really happy now. Yeah. Like, like they got it. So if you so, had to choose HubSpot or Salesforce, you choose HubSpot I, um, or they serve a different. I don't know now. I can't yeah. answer the question. That's interesting. Like, um, like I don't know what's... Because you don't think of HubSpot as a sales CRM tool. At least I, I think I mean, of it as a marketing tool. It is. It's It was primarily a marketing tool and an incredibly excellent marketing yeah. tool that my mm-hmm. marketing team loved. Right. And then we were using their sales offering that's, right. that's linked to the marketing. Okay, here's a big difference. Traditionally, sales and marketing have been two separate departments. Right. They are now one department. And this is a great change. Right. And so like um, at Yelp... We were always very like, um, not the word isn't appreciative. It was, it's more like, um, whatever marketing wanted to do, then that's what we did. Right. Because marketing brought the people that we sold advertising that reached. Right. So if it came down to sales or marketing, it was always marketing. Right. Because that's the, that's the, where it's coming from. Right. But then traditionally there's these fights between sales and marketing, which I find to be kind of ridiculous. And whose team are you on? Right. right? And so um, one of the cool things that's happened in the last few years, especially because of this widespread internet thing, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but um, it's brought sales and marketing closer and closer together Uh to where a lot of the jobs that sales used to do that sucked are now being done by the marketing team more effectively because the buyers are more interested in researching on Google than Mm -hmm. they are in receiving sales calls. And so some people will say, oh, cold calling is dead. Cold calling is not dead. If anybody says to you, cold calling is dead, they're wrong. That's a fad. Cold calling is not dead. Cold calling is very much alive in that no one is cold calling anymore. (laughs) So when you call- like sending mail. You know, like, like one of my favorite things to do is call people up and say, hi, this is Mike Lonnie. I'm calling from NPlug. This is a cold call. <laughs> and I go, what? And I'm like, this is Mike Lonnie. I'm calling from NPlug. You're going to love what I have. This is a cold call. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, how about two minutes? And if I sound interesting, I'll send you an email. If you like that, email me back. If not, I'm never going to call you again. And they're like, that's great. All right. Tell me. And then I tell them whatever it is. I send them the email. And if they're interested, they call me back. And if they don't, then I don't call them again because they're not interested. Right. It's not hard anymore. You That's know, it's so like, interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like, it's logical. Yeah. Yeah. I've and it's never, kind. Yeah. It's kind. Like, like all of that, like trickery stuff, yeah. man, I, I've never had time for it. It never felt good. Right. I didn't want to get over on anybody. Right. So why not just be honest? People like I'm an Eagle Scout. I take it seriously. Right. I know the Scout oath, the Scout law. I can tell it to you. Like 
I take it very seriously. Right. Why am I going to not live that same way in my business, in my job? I love I love right? you being so open like this because one thing I say a lot, you know, a lot of people in the tech community like really look up to Tim Ferriss, you know, and the whole four hour mm-hmm. work week concept. I'm like, you guys know he's human, right? Like he doesn't have the most efficient work day and work week every single week of his life. Like it's a concept that's great. And we could learn a lot from concepts and some days are great. And then some days aren't so great. And, you know, because some people get mad. Oh, I don't, you know, I saw him not blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh-huh. he's a human being. Yeah. Give him yeah. a break. Just take yeah. the concept if and you, run with if it. You, if you can, for, if you can start to forgive yourself, you're going to be able to start to forgive other people. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I'm man, I suck a lot. Yeah. I suck a lot. Me too. I do. I do. <laughs> um, and I can sit around and focus and pout about it too. Yeah. Like, and then luckily something in me goes, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. What are you doing? What are totally. you doing? Stop that. That's crazy. Like, wait a minute. Do, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember how, um, how you have this incredible girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Do you remember how incredible your family is and how much a part of that is coming from you? Totally. Do you remember how much, like, 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 do you remember how good you're doing? Like, like, uh, the, this sounds so weird. I feel like this, this went so woo woo, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's sales. So say going back a little bit to that sales thing. Sales is an emotional thing because you're talking to human beings right. all the time and a great salesperson can connect mm-hmm. and can make a friend and can make a long-term friend. Right. And so it's, um, so, so you have to have, you have to be in touch. You have to have some, something. It's not just about totally. calling, 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 but, totally. um, yeah, I don't know where I was going. I, well, I know I actually totally hear you because I always say I'm so grateful for my painful life experiences because they've empowered me to be a more compassionate person. Mm -hmm. I now understand what it is to feel certain things that aren't so pleasant. And because of that, I can relate to that many more people and we could meet eye to eye and connect and have a heartfelt, meaningful communication. So, yeah, this has been amazing and powerful. Uh, So how can people connect with you? Guess. uh, So Mike Lonnie art. The website is mikelani.com. That's um that's a good way. And how do you spell uh, it? M I K E L A N N I dot com. And um you can go and see uh all of the coffee art and all the fun stuff like that. A little bit of Burning Man art is on there. Um and uh through Nplug. It's Perfect. uh yeah, the um we're uh if uh if you're looking for digital signage, you know, but what's your what's your email? Uh, Mike at unplug.com. Perfect. Um, and, and will um, you spell that for everybody? M-I-K-E at E-N-P-L-U-G.com. Thank you so much for sharing like just an immense amount of insights. When I first became an entrepreneur, when I first learned about being an entrepreneur back when I was, I don't know, like junior high school or something, I remember like sales is the, you know, that is the key skill to succeed. And then becoming an entrepreneur myself, it's, there's still for me, this friction and I, to have the opportunity to be so vulnerable. So we could support all of you guys too, as you're building your dreams and your startups or wherever you are in your company. You know, I had a friend that said, Oh, great. It's good that you raised millions of dollars now because now you know that that's possible. So now picture like multi-millions, you know, like whatever you believe is possible is possible. And so I think this was a great way to start 
the the pathway of believing. Um, I will talk to you guys, see you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Remember to tweet at We Are LA Tech if you enjoyed this bonus episode, and if you want another episode like this one, give it. Send us your suggestions. We'd love it. And if you want to connect with more extraordinary people in the LA Tech community, go to wearelatech.com/vip. That's wearelatech.com/vip. Bye. Bye. When I was a little girl playing in my father's office, I dreamed of learning how to code. But my dad wasn't a coder. He was a businessman. And I never got to learn how. And it's been something that I've been curious about my whole life. And now, like, this whole world is startup and tech crazy. And I just want to know how to code, too. Hack Reactor makes coding professionally go from being a dream and something that you just desire to have to really being a legitimate programmer. You could get a job straight away after. Even if you've been curious and you want to improve your skills and you're working in the marketing department and you happen to have to learn how to do HTML and you want to take your steps that much further, you got to check out Hack Reactor. Hack Reactor is the trusted environment, academic level education to go to to become the best programmer that you could possibly be. Not only will you get the education, but you'll get the support from them to make sure that you're not alone in the journey. HackReactor.com. We Are LA Tech, hosted by Esprit Devora, has been a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.